I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Here and welcome again to another edition of Husker Chat Live. Sean Callahan with HuskerOnline.com as we are now two weeks through spring practice. And as always, Husker Chat Live brought to you by Sandhills Global, powered by ABM. If you have equipment to sell, sell it at auctiontime.com. And over the course of spring practice, uh, we were getting a chance here to get to know the different members of Nebraska's football team. Uh, we've already done one positional room grouping with outside linebackers today. Uh, we want to move into the secondary with some of those veteran guys, as Travis Fisher calls his old group uh, of defensive backs. Uh, we got four members of uh, Nebraska secondary joining us here on Husker Chat Live. Let's first welcome in uh, starting corner Quentin Newsom uh, here on Husker Chat Live. It's great to have you on, Quentin. Oh, let's get your mute off here. Um, here you go. How you, How you doing? We got you, man. I'm good. How you doing? Appreciate it. Good. All right. Let's 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 bring in uh, Marquise Buford as well. Uh, Marquise, it's great to have you on Husker Chat Live. Great to be on. How you doing? We're doing great, man. It's uh, appreciate you coming on. And uh, let's bring in um, another member here, uh, first time on Husker Chat Live, Tyreek Johnson. Uh, Tyreek, it's great to have you on as well. Uh, welcome here to Husker Chat Live. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. And then finally, uh, a veteran that's going to be going in uh, here. Uh, he's doing with Scott Frost from the beginning. Uh, let, let's welcome in Braxton Clark. Braxton, welcome to Husker Chat Live. Appreciate you having me. Well, and uh, if you're if you're joining us now, we're streamed on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Um, so you can find us on any of those options here on the Husker Online channels um, with Husker Chat Live. Uh, if you have questions. Uh, put them in the chat function on the on the chat here. We'll take your questions here over Husky Chat Live as uh, that's one of the really fun things about this. You get the chance uh, to ask direct questions to this group. I want to go right to you, Quentin, as uh, you are the returning black shirt here of this group right now. Uh, how has the spring been? I mean, what's been the biggest takeaway for you over these first two weeks? Um, Over the first two weeks, I would say that um... – are you asking as in what is my take on the secondary? Yeah, the secondary and just the team. I mean, big picture, everything, all the above. Um, I, I see a big step. Uh, I feel like uh, we got a lot of new guys and everything, but everybody's been coming together. We're, we're a very close-knit team. So I feel like we're we're taking a step in the right direction, just, just being more focused and making sure all the little things are taken care of. How about you, Braxton? I mean, you've been uh, through quite a few springs yourself at Nebraska, too. Um, I mean, what's your thought? I mean, what's the – you know, a lot of guys have moved on in that secondary from a year ago that played a lot of football here. Great opportunity for you. I mean, what's been your take this spring? Really, it's just like us as a secondary, we've been just trying to learn each other, pick up off each other. and We compete with each other every day, but we also just teaching each other little things that we know. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, we're a close group, you know, we're in there watching film, we're close groups all the time, you know, all of us in there, people sitting on the floor, and then 
we end up taking it to the DB room just extra million times. So it's been good. I feel like we've been taking a step in the right direction as well. You know, Marquise, um, you're a guy that got your feet wet a year ago on special teams. Um, and now you're kind of fighting uh, for a job this spring. Uh, kind of what's your goals and thoughts going into this spring for yourself? Um, honestly, for myself, it's really just work. That's all I can do at this point. Just work hard as, as hard as I can every day. I come into practice every day. I come in to meetings in the film room. So um, I don't really have any like particular that I'm striving for. It's just I want to be the best that I can be right now and reach my full potential that everybody seems to have. And then Tyreek, um, you were a newcomer that joined last summer. Uh, from Ohio State, it will be your first full spring at Nebraska. Uh, you know, you've been through some springs at Ohio State. What's jumped out to you about your first spring at Nebraska? Well, one thing that has jumped out to me is the energy of the team and the energy of the coaches and just how everyone shows up with the attitude, ready to work every day and just is ready to, you know, take it day by day and get better each day. And just having a coach that played a position that I played and he understands, you know, what I go through and, you know, he understands what exactly he's asking us to do and stuff like that. So it's just been a huge blessing and huge positive so far for this spring with the team and getting with these guys better. Yeah, Tyreek, for you, um, you know, I know you came in with expectations last year to, to get going. I mean, what do you need to do this spring to get yourself going and, and kind of work yourself out in that mix? Um, to be honest, man, I just have to just keep doing what I'm doing. You know, each day I'm coming, in, I'm coming here, I'm getting better, and I'm working hard. You know, I'm making the room competitive. And, you know, I'm I'm competing with Brax and and Q and and Tommy and all the other guys, and we're all just coming out and having fun. You know, just just playing for the love of the game and just keep having fun. And I don't see why we all can't play. Quentin, um, when you look at this room, the, the dynamics of the secondary room have changed a lot. Um, you know, Deontay Williams and Mark Smuke were six-year seniors that have moved on. Cam Taylor-Britz now off to the NFL. Uh, there's five newcomers that have joined your room here for the spring ball. Travis Fisher signed seven new guys altogether. Just how much has that room changed uh, when you look at where it was at maybe on December 1st to where it's at right now? Um, I would I would say the room has changed a lot, but I would say we're going in the right direction. We're going uphill every day. Um and it's just and it's just the things that we do, like we when we watch film, we all gonna stay out there and watch film together. We all getting in work after practice and we'll be the last people at the stadium at the end of the day. So I mean we just just the amount of love we have for each other, trying to help each other out and make sure that Anybody in the secondary will be able to ball out when their chance is uh, when their chance is here. So that's basically what uh, has been helping us go up here. Braxton, how much do you guys just feel that competition? I mean, just with all all the all the guys battling, knowing that there are so many jobs open this spring, maybe compared to previous springs. I mean, yeah, it's competition every day, you know what I mean? Because we play football, but. At the end of the day, we really don't we really don't look at it like that. We look at it as how all of us can get better, you know what I'm saying? The whole depth of the secondary can get better. So it's really been about culture, like Coach Fishman talking about that a lot this spring, you know what I'm saying? The culture is like just the calls and just making sure we all on point 
You know what I'm saying? Different guys can be in there and still are smooth. So that's what I would say. Really, it's been about culture, not more competition this brand. Now, Marquise, um, I think a lot of people thought of you as a corner. Uh, they said that you're playing a lot of safety, though, this spring. Kind of describe your role and how they're trying to use you this spring. Um, Right now, I've strictly been playing safety, so that's that's all my mind's been on at this point. You know, I'm still – we work we work very hard in the film room at trying to figure out what everybody on the field is doing, but primarily, like, in practice and everything, I've been playing strictly safety. How about you, Tyreek? Um, I mean, what is your role right now at Nebraska? I mean, what position do they really have you working the most? Um, since the first day I got on campus, I've been playing corner, and I've been uh, running corner now. But I'm in the process of you know trying to learn some safety on my own, just to you know add to my game. So the more I know, so I can understand what my safeties are doing and stuff like that, it helps me play better at corner position. Hi, it's Sean Callahan with Husker Online. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right. A company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones and see what we find. Learn more at uscellular.com slash built for us. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. We're taking your uh, questions here as well. If you have questions for Quentin, Marquise, Braxton, or Tyreek, chime on in. Uh, you're watching Husker Chat Live. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global, powered by ABM. If you have equipment to sell, sell it at auctiontime.com. Getting a lot of just uh, comments for you guys. Uh, go Big Red. Um, we got another Go Big Red for you. Uh, hey, fellas, what's up? Um, but uh, kind of an off-the-wall question. State basketball is going on right now as we speak. I'm watching a game end right now from our window in the office downtown. Any of you guys catch the state basketball game? Planning to go watch um, state basketball at all at Pokemon? No, I didn't even know that was going on. Right now. Nah, I I was we we so we be so locked there in the spring ball half the time. I don't be knowing what day of the week it is. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're worried about Friday scrimmage, right, guys? Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's That's already thinking after about. the offense. Exactly. What are we thinking about? Quentin, do you have an idea what Friday scrimmage is going to bring? I mean, is it going to be hour and a half, just straight live ball? I mean, do you have an idea what you're going to see Friday? Uh, I feel like Friday would be like a be be like any scrimmage. Uh, it's going to be live for sure. So, and they, I feel like they're going to try to put us in different situations to see who actually knows what they're doing, who who knows uh who knows the defense, who's tough, who can make plays, and it's just it's just something that. They want to see everybody compete. It's, it's going to be very exciting for everybody, I feel like. Yeah, Tyreek, you've been around a lot of football at two programs now. How big are these spring scrimmages? I mean, just from when you, from your perspective, if you can perform well in a scrimmage, what, what does that do for a guy going forward? I mean, to me personally, I feel like these spring scrimmages are everything. 
because one, we do not have games. So these are kind of our landmarks and our games and for coaches to see us fly around because in practice, everything is so structured and scripted. You know, it's kind of like they can kind of predict the play that you make or what you do or what you should do. But in these scrimmages, it gives you a chance to go around and actually play football and like you said, see who's been in the playbook and who has in and stuff like that. And do you really know what you're doing? So to me, these are everything. Yeah. Got a question here about strength and conditioning. Uh, Braxton, I'll let you take this one. Um, I guess, how are you feeling when it comes to strength and conditioning? Kind of where, where are you at? Where's this team at right now? Honestly, right now, the way Coach Strzok, he's been working us this, this, this whole spring season. I feel like we've all improved, got stronger. We definitely all got faster. I feel like it's been translating to the field. And, like, Coach Strzok, he knows, like, when we've been having a heavy workload, he knows how to, like, slow it down and focus on, like, the little muscles and stuff like that. So I feel like we all we all feel good right now. How about you, Marquise? What are your thoughts on strength and conditioning? Um, I think our strength and conditioning program is great. Um, the coaches, they do an amazing job at making sure everything is structured for our body's sake. You know, going out practicing three days a week is – it can take a toll on your body, and we lift every day in between those practices. So they do a great job making sure that we're still doing stuff that isn't, like, lollygagging. It's still heavyweight, but – we do it in a way that it helps our body stay, like, stay right and stay fresh and healthy. It kind of helps us, like, loosen up more so than strains anything, I would say. So you're, like, right now you guys are practicing this week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Like, what is the lifting schedule like for a team during the spring, Marquise? Um, so we practice Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and we're lifting Tuesday and Thursday in the morning. So it's – if we're not on the field practicing, they're not letting us get a whole complete off day. We're going to be doing something to make sure that our um, bodies are staying in shape. Got a question here for Eric. Uh, wants to know uh, about the quarterbacks. Tyreek, what do you think of the quarterbacks? Who's looked the best so far? Um, To be honest, they all have looked really good. Like they're, they're putting the ball on the money. They're, they're facilitating the offense and, they're calling plays, but for me, for a standout, it's just very hard to call one out because it's just so many groups going, and we're seeing so many different quarterbacks today. And I'm over there trying to get the call and line up and pay attention to formation. I necessarily don't have time to see who's in that quarterback every play and every time. But I mean, all You're giving a coach answer. Nice things. You sound like a I coach. Mean, <laughs> nah, that's real. That's that's honest. You know. How about uh, Quentin? You got any, anything to add on what you've seen? I mean, you saw Adrian Martinez in practice for a long time, and now you're seeing a lot of new guys throwing the ball at you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like Teresa, it, it is a lot of it is a lot of different QBs that that's rotating in. You don't necessarily know who's in most of the time, but as far as I've seen, uh, we've been going against Casey Thompson in our uh, first group, and he he's been making some uh, pretty good plays. Uh, and he's been making good decisions with the football, so I would say Casey. What is uh, Braxton? What is the biggest difference with Thompson to Martinez from what you've seen? Um, I say they both they both like get out of the pocket and run, but I say I feel like Casey he likes to stretch the field a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Look for more explosive plays. 
stuff like that. Adrian might have been more like, you know, um, first and second down, like control the field. But I feel like Casey's really – he likes that deep ball, you know what I'm saying? Press man one-on-one outside, he'll try the corner, stuff like that. So I feel like Casey, he, he likes to stretch the field a lot. Yeah, Marquise, you had some really strong uh, praise for Casey Thompson. I mean, speak more on what you've liked about Casey from what you've seen both on and off the field. Um, honestly, I just like his work his work ethic. Um, I feel like for a guy that's coming in from another big Power Five school, um, sometimes they come in with kind of like a different type of vibe than everybody else on the team trying to come in and instill their own different type of stuff into the team that's not really so positive, but Casey's been a great job, done a great job doing stuff to positively help everybody on the team from the offense to the defense. So probably that would be my, my biggest take on him. He's been doing a great job facilitating the love to the whole team, I would say. Getting a lot of questions about leaders for the defense. Uh, who are the leaders on the defense? Who has stepped up to be a leader on the defense? And, you know, obviously there's guys like Garrett and, and Caleb that are back and Ty Robinson, you know, and those inside linebackers. But in that secondary room, I mean, how up for grabs is that? And, you know, how big is it for the spring to establish new leaders when you talk about the guys that you've lost, Quentin, when you kind of look back in that back of the room or the back of the defense? Um, I think it. I think it's important. Uh, just for everybody to step up, knowing that we had two six-year guys leave and Cam going to the league as well. Um, I've definitely tried to step into that role, and that's what I've been doing. Uh, and we also have guys like Miles Farmer, Bryson Clark. You know, just older guys, no public gates, even Marquise and Tariq. We all. It's. It's not just one leader. In in our in our secondary, we all we all have a voice just uh but i would definitely say that it's very important and it's something that we've definitely been uh doing it's just uh just a matter of time before everything really falls into place how much is that braxton going to be decided by games though i mean you you guys are probably going to need a few games under your belt to really decide to really know kind of who the who those next leaders are yeah most definitely yeah i feel like like during the season you'll really be able to understand that but I say it's really been the whole room, you know what I'm saying? And Coach Fishers and Coach Chen's been saying, like, vertical um, leadership, like, between the guys and stuff. And it's like we all push each other and motivate each other. And it's been like that since winter conditioning, like, when we've been doing drills on Wednesdays, like, days we, not, we might not be lifting, you know what I'm saying? Like, cue us in the text. Uh, um, we're working out at this time. And guys picking other guys up who don't have cars. And we just – we're just always trying to make sure everybody's getting that working and nobody's left out. So I feel like it's been a whole group type of thing. Well, uh, let's move on here to the next question. Um, and all of you guys can chime in on this. And I'll, I'll go around the horn. Wants to know who the fastest receiver is right now and who's the fastest DB on the team. And I'll say, take yourself out of the equation. Um, if you think you're the fastest, say who, who you think might else be Tyreek. Fastest receiver, fastest DB, go. I mean, I feel like the fastest receiver is either out of Trey Palmer or Xavier Betts, but I might say Trey Palmer. And then the fastest DB, other than myself, I'll say. <laughs> Damn. I mean, 
I give it to. I I give it a Q. I give it a Q. I give it a Q. You did you know that um, Coach Fisher? He was like a ten-two guy in the hundred. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he won't let us forget it. Now Fish House of Wills. Yeah, he did. State champion. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, we know, we know about Team Fish. Yeah. We done seen the Team yeah. Fish take. Uh, <laughs> he won't let us forget it. Does I mean does Fisher ever run? Do you see him run anymore at all? Like have you seen him open it up in a sprint? Oh, oh, he be trying to. Yeah, he be trying to. He be trying to move around and show us, show us the drill. You know, he still got the same technique, but it, he, you can tell he just. He, he <laughs> got no more. That's not, yeah, that's he, he, he got, got the sauce. It's just a little. Yeah. 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 All right, Quentin. Fast, fastest receiver, fastest DB. Fastest receiver. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna have to go with Tariq and say either Betts or um Trey Palmer, and uh DB. I might have to go. I think I might have to say no public gates. Yeah, Ooh, I had to go and know Paula Gates for DB. I'm gonna change mine. <laughs> Tyreek, you got Paula Gates now? Yeah, yeah, I forgot. No, no, I'm sliding. <laughs> oh, man. Marquise, do you have anything yeah, different on, on those picks? Or is there, do you have a, like, I mean, I've heard our Isaiah Garcia can run too. I mean, is he in that conversation? Or do you guys have, do you have like a, a Betts and a Palmer ahead of him? I got, I got, I probably got, Bet's got that vertical speed. You gotta, you gotta have your hips open to run, get up with him. But, uh, DB, I'm gonna go ahead and say, besides me, that boy Phelan. Phelan, yeah. Yeah, Phelan. Phelan, y'all forgot about that boy Phelan. Yeah, he's a track athlete. He ran track in college yeah. before he transferred to Nebraska. Yeah, Phelan, yeah. Phelan got them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> all right, we got a new leader, Phelan Sanford. Um, and he's got very, I mean, he, when he, when you guys posted those testing results uh, a year ago, Mark, he said that surprised a lot of guys when Phelan was like number one on everything. I mean, I participate, so I ain't, I ain't looked that deep into it. So I wasn't really around for all the testing stuff. A year ago you got anything day. to add, Braxton? You're smiling down there. I see you smile. What, what do you got to add on speed for receiver and defensive back? For receiver, yeah, I, I got to agree with them probably. Trey, uh, Xavier Betts, and then DB, yeah, Faven, Faven Sanford. So, yeah. All right, I got a spin off on that receiver question. It's third and eight. Who's the toughest guy to cover in a situational third and eight on just like running around and getting open, Quentin? You got I'll let you take this one, Quentin. Um in the slot, I would say Trey Palmer, but on the outside, I would say Oliver Martin for sure. Uh that would that would be my uh that would definitely be my answer. Anybody else got a different one on that, Marquise? You got someone in that situation? Uh, in the slot, I'll definitely say Trey. Trey Palmer in the slot. Outside, I got to go with Alante. Sound biased. I'm going to agree with Marquise a little bit. 
I'll kind of go with Alante a little bit, a little bit shiftier. Alante Brown. Uh, now, Lante Brown, uh, you guys, does he go by Cadillac or is that just his social media name? Nah, that, it, go by that boy got a lot of nicknames, man. Go a lot of nicknames. But, but, I, but in Chicago, he go by Cadillac. Cadillac Brown. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's move on. Um, next questions here. Um, just kind of a comment here from Peter. Just want to say, what's good, guys? Can't wait to see you on the field. I'm legitimately excited. Go Big Red. Um, I mean, this is really a broad question here, but um, he Kyle wants to know what are the goals? I mean, that's such a broad question. I mean, when you look at just where this program's at, Quentin, um, you know, what, what, where do you start with what a simple goal right now heading into this season? Um, I think, I think a simple goal for us, uh, is just Staying focused, forgetting about last season, and just trying to flip the script. Um, we were so close last year to just winning games, and it's just the little things that we've been focused on. So I think our goal would just be focusing on the little things right now, and then next we'll just, it'll all just come together. How about you, Braxton? Do you have uh, any goals that you look at right now for this team? I mean, ultimately, the big goal is, you know, to win the Big Ten Championship. But I say us as a team, just to grow every game, you know what I'm saying? And to learn from the mistakes that we made last year, you know what I'm saying? And executing those big moments and not necessarily, like, showing the critics or nothing, but just proving to ourselves we're the team that we know we can be. Marquise, how about you? Um, I would definitely agree with those guys and just be to win. Like win every rep, win every game, win every practice, win every day in the film room. So we just trying to stack little wins on top of little wins on top of little wins, and today eventually turn into those big wins that everybody glorifies. Tyreek, where are you at on goals? Oh, just like those guys said, but you know, one thing I is, you know, I want to see consistency. You know, I want to see, you know, like Marquis said, you know, the little wins, little wins, stacking on little wins. You know, I want to see that every day. I want to see that, you know, every Saturday, you know, every practice, you know. You know, just come out there with energy and stuff like that. So just consistency for the team as far as everything. Keep the up, the, um, the up promotion we have going. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from lips and ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. Got a question here about practicing in the morning. You guys like it? I mean, is it you got are there some guys that you know of that have a hard time getting out of bed? Are you kind of responsible to wake guys up, check on guys? Um, cause I, I mean, it's real life I mean, people, people have a hard time getting up at six in the morning, no matter where you're at. I mean, what's it like, uh, you've been doing this Braxton for a long time now. Um, you're probably used to it by now, but, uh, what's your thoughts on the mornings? 
I mean, honestly, I prefer practicing in the morning, not because like I feel like when you practice in the morning, that's when you're gonna have the most energy. Once you get up initially, you know what I'm saying, you're gonna have the most energy to perform throughout the day. And then it helps us like with meetings and stuff. We can focus later in the day, you know what I'm saying? It's more mental and physical. So I feel like morning practices, that routine, I feel like that's the best way to do it, honestly. Now, Tyreek, when you were at Ohio State, were they afternoon practices there? Um, it really depends. So during the springtime, it was in the morning. But during the fall, it was in the afternoon. But me personally, I'm a morning person. I don't mind. I, like even days that we don't have practice, it might be some days I wake up around 5, 6 anyway, just naturally. So I don't mind being up. I'd rather do it in the morning. Quentin, do you have any good stories of guys like sleeping through their alarm and driving 75 miles an hour, driving really fast, trying to get on the practice field like at the last minute? Uh, I remember one time me and Miles was late. To, uh, we was late. I don't, it was like our it was like our freshman sophomore year. It was like first day of spring ball. We were late. We had missed our long. Uh, we walked in the meeting because them boys already in the meeting. We walked in the meeting all late. Bitch told us to get out. Uh, he told us to go in our, uh, he told us to uh, wait in his office and uh, get some shoes and some water. <laughs> so that, that's what I remember. And then, yeah, we uh, we went to work on the field that day, me and Miles. Yeah, he, he got us back for uh, being late. So. Yeah, Marquise, what what time do you guys have to be there? Like when you're practicing tomorrow on Friday, what time do guys roll in and kind of what's the what's the schedule? Um, so usually we got a meeting. Our first meeting is at seven in the morning. But um taping and all that different type of stuff in the training room and then breakfast and getting your the right stuff into your body. You usually that go from six until we up to our meeting time. So it's some guys in there at six in the morning to rolling in late at six forty five trying to hurry up and get taped. So uh I'll say I usually get I usually try to get to the stadium around like six fifteen, six twenty, because that gives me enough time to, you know, get myself together for practice and meetings and everything. Got some uh, more questions here. Um Let's see. There's one about uh, where is it here? Who's been the most surprising guy on the defense? Um, Tyreek, how about you? I'll let you start here. Uh, who's been a surprise guy for you on defense this spring? Um, to be honest, it's just watching all the new guys that came in. Like, you know, just seeing what the, those guys have to offer and, you know, the energy they bring to the room. So it's been those guys, guys like Javier Morin, Tommy Hill. Deshaun, guys like that, you know, it's just been exciting to watch them fly around and, you know, make plays, even though they might not exactly, you know, the playbook the whole every, I mean, the whole way in and out, but, you know, to watch them fly around and play football, you know, it's, it's fun. Yeah, Braxton, of the five guys they brought in, I mean, who's been the one that's mentally and physically maybe the most ready just from what you've seen in two weeks? Um, Mentally, I mean, I feel like all the guys were really ready to play, but I feel like the um, two that's been really standing out so far, I feel like man, Tommy Hill, Deshaun Singleton, I feel like they could contribute this year and make plays this year. And really all the guys that came in, you know what I mean? It's just been hard because they got to catch up with the playbook. 
know what I mean? They coach is asking them to do stuff now, and it'll be easier for them once they learn the whole playbook and we can really see them, see them play free and play easy. But I'd say Tommy and Deshaun right now. Marquise, I want to ask you about special teams because you really uh, played a lot of snaps there last year. Have you seen a bigger emphasis on special teams already? Um, just having a full-time coach and Bill Bush running special teams. I mean, what, what's been the approach with special teams here for you guys? Um, yeah, special teams. Honestly, we we were in the special teams meeting. We had special teams meetings every morning. That's the first meeting we go to. Um, the first thing we do after stretch in the morning for practice is go to special teams. So it's been a huge emphasis on special teams and that the special guys are the ones who they pick to play special teams. It's not just a team that, you know, we grab different people and just throw them out there. They're evaluating us just as much as Coach Fish is evaluating us playing DB for special teams. So I feel like they've been doing a great job. Coach Bush has been doing a great job uh, really orchestrating that whole deal for us. And it's definitely going to make us a better team in the long run. All right, final question here as we wrap up Husker Chat Live um, with Nebraska's secondary room here in uh, spring practice. Spring break starts Friday afternoon. Quentin, how quick are you um, getting out of town? Are you staying in town? What, what are your spring break plans? I'm leaving on uh, I'm leaving on Sunday. So, yeah, I'm leaving on Sunday. I'm going back to Atlanta. And then I'm probably uh, going to link up with my boy Branks in Orlando. <laughs> They got the city, so I'm gonna go to Orlando for a little bit and then uh, just come back out. Where you taking him, Braxton? Disneyland? Nah, we ain't gonna do it. We'll probably work out, you know what I'm saying? Maybe go to the beach somewhere, they phone the Foco, something like that. We're gonna try to keep the work going, you know what I'm saying? Always keep that going. How about you, Tyreek? What's your uh, plan for spring break? Yeah, for spring break, I got to go back home right after the um, practice Friday. I got a baby shower on Saturday, my uh, my godson's baby shower. But then I'm going to head down to Orlando and go see Brax and Q and the boys and keep the motion going. All right, Marquis, so how about yourself? Where, where, are, you, <laughs> where are you spending spring break at? Uh, I can't decide on if I want to go to Houston or Chicago right now. So it's kind of up in the air. I don't really – I don't really got no big plans. I just want to get somewhere with some different scenery, you know. Well, well, guys, uh, we appreciate you taking some time. I know you got a big scrimmage Friday and then spring break uh, right after. So uh, everybody have a good scrimmage and and uh, have a safe trip or travels wherever you head for spring break. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Really appreciate you. All right. Appreciate it. Well, that wraps it up here for Husker Chat Live. Once again, uh, brought to you by Sandhills Global, powered by ABM. If you have equipment to sell, sell it at auctiontime.com. For HuskerOnline.com, I'm Sean Callahan.